Hey Rekindle family, did you know that we have a YouTube channel? If you go to youtube.com and you click in the search bar and you search Rekindle Podcast, you'll find our channel there. So if you prefer to listen to podcasts on YouTube, you can find it there and you can listen to it uh, through that way as well. So today we're talking about the third installment of our marriage series, all about intimacy. Today we're talking about intimacy. So parents, just an FYI, if you listen to this podcast while your kids are in the car, you might want to put this one on deck for when you and your spouse or alone together uh, in your quiet time or in your room or somewhere away where the kids can't hear because we are going to be talking about some adult subjects. But either way, we're so glad that you're here today. Let's dive right in. Welcome to the Rekindle Podcast. We're here to help you unlock your God-given potential so you can discover your story and learn to live your God-created best life. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Rekindle Podcast today. We're so glad you're joining us for our third talk in this series on marriage. And I'm joined again by my lovely wife, Alejandra. Hey baby. Hi love. How are you? I'm good. I like doing these. This is so fun. Yeah, it's been awesome being able to talk about marriage. You know, out of the nine years we've been married, we've yeah. learned a lot of things along the way. It's near and dear to uh, our hearts. Yes, some things to do, things not to, things that have worked, yep. and uh, things that we've had to regroup and learn from lots, some other people. Yes. Lots of not to do's. Lots Absolutely. of not to do's uh, <laughs> and a few to do's. So I hope this has been a. Uh, I hope this has been a benefit to you if you're listening today yeah. and if you've listened the past couple of weeks. If you've missed, if this is the first episode that you're hearing today, uh, go back and listen to the last two weeks. The first week we talked about uh, fighting well in your marriage, yes. uh, learning how to make your fights count. Yes, not don't just, waste a fight. Don't waste a fight. Don't, don't waste let a it conflict. be something useless, you right. know, uh, useless talk, useless uh uh, just bantering back and mm-hmm. forth. And then uh, last week we talked about uh, gaining understanding for your struggling spouse. Yeah. And uh, it's just, there's without a doubt times in our life where we go through things personally and uh, something may happen that might take our spouse out uh, yeah. emotionally, spiritually. You know, God uh, pulls your spouse to the side and uh, sets them apart uh, to teach them or to help uh, bring them through something. Yeah. And you got to pick up the marriage and yep. uh, continue Kinda moving forward. Carry them, carry them through a tough season. Yeah, absolutely. And so today we're going to be talking about intimacy, mm-hmm. intimacy in your marriage. And uh, intimacy, you know, can mean a lot of things. But, you know, what we're going to talk about today really is what creates it in your marriage. Yeah. And uh, intimacy is very important because without that substance, without right. the intimacy, you're really just uh, in a, in, of course, the highest relationship on earth, which is marriage, with a stranger. Yeah. So... Without intimacy, without knowing your spouse, yeah. you're just kind of you're like... good roommates. Yeah, so glorified just, roommates. Yeah, you're just... So intimacy is extremely important. Yeah. And it's something that we've learned. Uh, we've learned some things on how to create it uh, in our marriage, and it really does help every aspect. Yeah. And so uh, without further ado, we're going to be talking about intimacy today. So we want to start off talking about a couple of myths, especially because mm-hmm. intimacy, I don't think, is very widely, I guess, understood. And yeah, or really just talked about and kind of, you know, you don't really dive deep into that because it's kind of, it can be kind of uncomfortable sometimes, I yeah. think. And especially <laughs> I think if people you've don't had, want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, and especially if you've had issues uh, in being yeah. close with people. Yeah. Uh, intimacy can be almost a no-no word. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I don't want you to, you know, to yeah. 
Yeah. I don't, yeah. Yeah, no. I don't want to bring those walls down right. and let you kind of see past that right, right. that facade that I have. Yeah. Yeah. So we want to uh, bust a few myths about intimacy just right here off the top. But uh, first myth, myth number one, intimacy is just another word for sex. Mm-hmm. Intimacy is just another word for sex. Well, yeah. yeah. That's not true. There's so much <laughs> more to intimacy than yeah. sex. Uh, yeah. Intimacy really is, it's a closeness that you share with your spouse in mm-hmm. this case, because we're talking about marriage, in every area, not just physically, but also mentally, emotionally, and even spiritually. Yeah. I think we can kind of get lost in the word when we just talk about intimacy, especially like if you've ever been to like a marriage conference or right. like heard like a sermon on marriage, any anytime you hear like being intimate with your spouse, it's always just, it's kind of the nice way of saying like, like having sex, like essentially. And so I think we can kind of just write that word intimacy off as just like, oh yeah, that's like sex. Like that's just sex. And like, we just kind of, you know, so it's like a question pops up like, are you guys, you know, like intimate? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, We're intimate. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we, we, we do the deed, you know, (laughs) but really it goes a lot deeper than that. Um, it's so much more than just sex. It's yeah. so much more than just the physical act, the two becoming one flesh, right? Mm-hmm. There's so much more to intimacy than just the physical act. And we're going to talk about that and uh, even how to cultivate those other areas, the the right. mental, the phys- uh, the emotional, uh, emotional yeah, and the spiritual. spiritual sides of intimacy. Because those, if you can actually grow in intimacy in those areas, and I don't want to get ahead of ourselves here, yeah. But it's it'll mm-hmm. really it'll really help to uh, yeah. to add even yeah. more value to oh, the physical yeah. aspect of intimacy. Yeah, absolutely. But anyway, yes, it is so much more than sex. Uh, myth number two yeah. is uh, intimacy is only created by Positive. Uh, positive shared experiences in yeah. marriage right it's only the good stuff it's only right? the good stuff only yeah. good things just create good intimacy. happy conversations yeah. the feel good conversations that we see in the in the movies yeah and that's just simply <laughs> not true uh you know some of the deepest uh uh some of the deepest intimacy created in any marriage can come from tough times yeah and uh even through just blatant honesty mm-hmm. with your spouse, opening yourself up and letting your spouse uh, see the not so good, quote unquote, not so good sides of you and learning to love each other through those uh, hard times, learning to love each other despite the issues, despite yeah. the baggage, uh, learning to accept each other where you are and grow from there forward. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think I think I would argue that those experiences carry just so much more weight because it is it's i love you despite that like i loved right. you you know this is the right for better or for worse mm-hmm. <laughs> sickness and in health like that's what these times are that's what they're for it's i get to tell you i get to bear my soul i get to right. tell you all of the not like you said not so pretty parts not so great parts of what's in my heart what i'm you know what maybe i'm wrestling with in my mind how i'm feeling whatever it might be i think those are um where intimacy is really created because you're you're saying like this is scary i'm being vulnerable right now but i want you to you know i want you to see all of me not just the the nice parts but the whole the whole thing that makes up who i am because really i mean there's and i tell people this all the time but there's no perfect person in this world 
And marriage really isn't about finding the perfect one, more so than finding that imperfect one you are willing to spend the rest of your life with. Not even, I wouldn't even say willing, but wanting yeah. to grow with, yeah. wanting to unpack some yeah. of the baggage there's with. There's a desire there for that. Uh, yeah, there's a desire to walk through that. It's uh, it's 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 beauty in the imperfection mm. is really what that is. Yeah. And there, And it's there. But, you know, it's much like that saying, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Mm -hmm. So it's when you look at your spouse and you see them with all their, uh, with all their beauty, with all yeah. their uh, uh, positive. Uh, it's all the parts that, all the that good things, to them. right? Yeah. Along with all the imperfections. Yeah. It's taking all of that and being able to see everything and still love them for who they are. Right. And those are what's going to create really tight intimate shared experiences mm -hmm. right it's even like even if they are yeah. negative right yeah it, it is that it's yeah. the refining through the fire right and 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 we've we've experienced that in our marriage there's yes. been times where we've had to have conversations about things we just didn't necessarily like about each mm. other how we react to each other things that we say to one another yeah and it's when we sit and stop and listen, right? Use right. some of the fighting techniques, right? From <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, right? To yeah. really listen, to understand. And when we do, I can really realize, oh man, I'm, I was being a jerk, baby. I'm really sorry, <laughs> you know? And listening and, and you know, even so there's been times where Alejandra tells me how she really feels or her perspective. And I realized, well, I didn't know I sounded like that. Right. Or I didn't know, it wasn't my intention to... Uh, to make that come across to you that way, right. you know, so then you learn how to communicate and all those things. But either way, it's not just positive shared experiences. Right. This could even be something like a, like a, like we were talking about in the last one, just, you know, understanding for the struggling spouse. This, this could be part of that, of uh -huh. the struggling spouse sharing, maybe some of the things that they're struggling with, maybe right. some of, you know, what the Lord is walking them through. That could even mean, that could be that. That could be mm -hmm. some intimacy being cultivated in those conversations where mm -hmm. there are some, you know, hard and heavy things being discussed, but it is really, you're creating that intimacy, that intimate bond of some of those harder conversations that aren't always pretty. Right. And it's about, you know, it's, it's, it's just about that. It's about, you know, even letting your spouse see the not so good sides of you. Right. And when you let your spouse in to see that, I mean, that's, that is really, that's, that can be a really vulnerable moment, which really leads us to the third one, the third, yeah. um, I guess this third, third myth. Third myth. You know, that, intimacy comes natural once you get married. Yeah, no. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think just, no, just like the biggest, like just laugh, like. Yeah. Ah. In fact, I think when we were first married, I mean, we we probably had more awkward moments than intimate moments at first. Yeah. Because you're you're learning each other, you know. Yeah. It's just like I I remember this is this is so funny because we took our very first vision retreat. Oh, you remember yeah. this? We <laughs> yeah. uh, I think we went to Oklahoma City, um, and yeah, I think that was you our first were one. pregnant with Annabelle. No. No. I don't think oh, no, I was not yet. yet. No, 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 not yet. Yeah, that's mm -mm. right. Okay, so we weren't pregnant yet. But anyway, we went. And it's so funny because uh, 
we had a relationship with the Lord. Alejandra had a vibrant yeah. relationship with God. I did too. You know, we prayed, you know, together on some occasions, you know. Sure. I mean, it but, was, but it was the standard, like, let's pray yeah. before dinner. Let's yeah. pray before bed. And like, it kind of, some, you know, guys, you guys, you know how, <laughs> how it feels. It's kind of cheesy. And you're like, are we really doing this? You know? Yeah. And that's kind of how we felt. Because we yeah. rented a room in Oklahoma City. We got to the hotel. And we were just going to spend two days solid mm-hmm. and we were running through some of jimmy evans uh you know yes. marriage retreat material and some yes. other stuff that we intertwined in with that and we get to the room we unpack and everything <laughs> we sit down with our <laughs> packets i remember I, I printed this whole thing out one for oh one for he me. was he was so and cute stop it stop it <laughs> anyway your, with your packets <laughs> yes organization is a skill of mine but either way um anyway so we we get up there and we're sitting in front of each other and, and i remember just like yesterday my my thought was are we really gonna do this yeah like this is kind of corny you know what i mean like yeah. this is a little cheesy we're gonna do this but i remember thinking this i didn't vocalize this out loud yeah. and i but yeah. i remember kind of giving that look to we you both, babe remember we were, that we were both like yeah. looking at each other yeah. like and is this so really about to happen right and i'm thinking <laughs> that i didn't say it but i remember when i looked at you and then i remember you saying okay let's do this and then i okay. thought you know what? Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Mm-hmm. So it didn't come natural. No. You know, it doesn't, it, it's not something that we're naturally inclined to do. I mean, and so anyway, yeah. So that, that, that myth intimacy comes natural uh, once you get married. Well, intimacy takes intentionality. Yeah, It takes intentionality. It's a decision that you have to make. You know, you choose to be vulnerable with your spouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, vulnerability is that it's that key. It is yeah. the ultimate key to authentic intimacy in your relationship yeah and vulnerability is like a no-no word especially to us guys it's like you hear vulnerability you think what you want me to be weak in front of my wife that's what you that's what you think yeah that's what we think it is but i would argue that vulnerability is true courage and true strength yeah and if you haven't read any of brene brown stuff Mm -hmm. okay shout out yeah shout out to brene (laughs) she's really incredible i mean she is she is a believer but you know some of her stuff is a little more crass i guess that's the word yeah she's more blunt about the way yeah but she talks all about vulnerability and uh you know uh uh uh, daring greatly that's a, that's yes. a really great book that she's written uh, uh dare to lead all those different mm-hmm. books you got to go read them if you haven't but she talks all about vulnerability and the courage that it takes to be open and to admit uh some of those things and let somebody in far enough to see again yeah. those those not so it's, good sides and it's it's you know let someone in far enough to see some of those things to create something so beautiful like intimacy right or on the other side of the coin being completely rejected being hurt being and that's that's i think the risk that we take with vulnerability is that's why it's so scary is right. it's either the most wonderful thing you can do and it can lead to some amazing things or it can be really really painful experiences with rejection or whatever that might be and so that's why with your spouse that's that's what we're that's what we're going for is that intimacy where we can create yes this is going to be hard this is going to be tough sometimes to really open up but what it leads to in a marriage under the context of marriage and what the lord has created marriage to be that vulnerability will lead to the most beautiful intimate marriage right, right. between you and your spouse yeah i believe that and because and since uh vulnerability or intimacy doesn't come naturally then we have to be careful about where we look we have to find the right source 
to learn intimacy from. Right. Where are we seeing these examples? Yeah. The world <clears throat> is not the right place to look for intimacy. Oh, uh, no. The world would say it's about feeling right. right. It's about, you know, well, if we just stay in love. I mean, how many right. times have we heard couples mm. say that we've fallen out of love yeah. or fallen we just don't love. feel yeah. the same way about yep. each other anymore? Mm -hmm. um, again, intimacy is purposeful and intentional. And to say, you know, in order to feel right and or, you know, yeah, I guess feel right. And, and to continue to foster those feelings of love with your spouse, it takes effort and so it, the world would say it's about feeling right. But if you look even to the cross, yeah, to Jesus, Jesus Christ did. himself, mm -hmm. he showed us that it's about loving mm -hmm. and giving your all. Right. I mean, Christ withhold, withheld nothing <laughs> yeah. from us. Right. Even to the point of death. Mm -hmm. He, We saw him. I mean, you think about it. Even when he was on the cross. Yes battered and bruised and broken and yeah. naked and yeah. shamed and mocked and spit at and it just everything you could ever imagine the most horrible death anybody could ever die but he did so to the point of humiliation yeah that's how much he gave to us mm -hmm. so that we could be in an intimate relationship with the father yeah and so thank you jesus yes mm -hmm. and so he's the true uh, example of intimacy that we have to look towards he gave it all and that's really what intimacy is about it's yeah. about giving of yourself yeah it's uh, a choice yeah and letting giving of yourself and also uh getting into your spouse's world and learning to love them through that yeah yeah so those are just a few myths about intimacy that you know we wanted to bust just right off the top there and uh we're gonna dive into how to create intimacy in your marriage because if intimacy is very, especially those of you who are listening that have been married just maybe, you know, a couple of months or a few sure. years, even those of you who've been married, you know, 10, 20 plus years. Yes. Some, this, all, the, all the applause for you. Yeah. All it, the applause. Yes, absolutely. Intimacy can sometimes feel like this uh, uh, fleeting thing that right. or this uh, un Rec not unrecognizable, but I guess an unfamiliar territory. Right. Uh, how do we do it? You know, and especially because like we talked about, it doesn't come natural. Mm -hmm. So then how do we cultivate that? How do we uh, become intentional about creating the intimacy right. in well, our marriage? Well, because I think, you know, we're, we said like it does not come natural. It doesn't. It beca Because I feel like at the beginning, especially it's all the feeling, like it's all right. very feeling based. And yes. so. When we first meet, we're dating, we're engaged, we're married. Like then, you know, you, you hear at the honeymoon stage, mm -hmm. like we feel that that is intimacy. And not that that's not, but right. it's just, it's all wrapped around feeling. It's yes. all wrapped around like how right. I feel Emotions right now. Yes, like I'm so yeah. in love with him. Right. And I'm just, oh, I love the way he looks at right. me when he kisses me, when he holds me, whatever that mm -hmm. might be. Mm -hmm. And so I think there is like, Oh yeah, we were like, and you hear this, we were so intimate at the beginning. We were right. so like in tune with one another at the beginning. Well, that was because it was your feeling. You weren't right. necessarily having mm -hmm. to wake up and choose this every single day. Right. Well, you know, the honeymoon phase is, yeah. is over, baby. Well, and you, you've we've gotta, got kids and we've got jobs and yeah, we've got like real, talking about, <laughs> real you life. To, you have to learn uh, to cultivate the emotions. And that's what right. intimacy does. It cultivates these love emotions. Right. Because again, emotions are there not to dictate what we do, right? Because right. they're they're signs, they're, they're indicators. They're indicators. They're telling you something's going on. 
So if we don't feel close, right. we don't feel intimate, quote unquote, right? right. We don't feel lovey-dovey mm-hmm. or feel like we have a we desire each other. Right. Then that's an indication that we need to work on our yes. intimacy. Right. So now we're going to do these things. Yes. So that we can reignite that passion, yes. reignite our desire for each other, mm-hmm. not just physically, but right. uh, emotionally, mm-hmm. mentally, to be in each other's presence, to yes. go and to do things with one another. Right. And so in order to take a hold of that, we have to learn how to cultivate the intimacy. But right. I want to start off with this definition. Oxford defines intimacy as this close familiarity or friendship, uh, you know, or semicolon closeness. So yeah. it's talking about that's what intimacy is. Mm-hmm. Really, it's closeness. Yeah. And like we talked about, it's not just closeness physically, but there's four aspects of closeness um, that defines intimacy. It's closeness in uh, mentally, emotionally, right. physically, and spiritually. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to talk about really learning how to gain that closeness in areas like uh, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, because mm-hmm. if we can cultivate in those three areas, yep. it will drive the physical closeness naturally. That will come naturally. Yep. I might say that a couple times. Yeah, just that, you know, just. yeah I love that. <laughs> so uh, anyway, how do we create intimacy in our marriage? So number one, I love this. And I'm going to preface this with this because my father-in-law said this to me. <laughs> and I know Alejandro grew up hearing this from I him too. I heard this a lot. And this is just a piece of wisdom that has always stuck with me because it is so true. It is yeah. it is tried and true is this piece of wisdom here. But number one way to create intimacy is time and words. Time and words. Time and words. So let's think about that in a dating aspect. So when we were first dating love, right? Yes. I remember, what did we do a lot? We, we talked, texted, texted, talked. We hung out. Yeah. We spent a lot of time yes. together. And we shared a lot of words together. Yes. So think about you and your spouse even right now. So when you and your spouse were dating, getting to know each other, mm-hmm. what did y'all do? You know, depending talking. on what generation you were <laughs> from, you're either on the phone talking physically all the time or depending on another generation, you might have split the 50-50 on the phone half the time, mm-hmm. text messaging half the time. Mm-hmm. Um, if you were of a newer generation, you spent a lot <laughs> of time sharing texting words with each other. Text. Right? Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, Snapchat messages. Snapchat, or, Facebook, You know, Facebook like messenger. we used to say back in the day, sliding into your DMs. Into your DMs. You know, I don't MySpace. Know if that's a thing Got anymore. any MySpace people? Yeah, right. MySpace. Writing on each other's wall. Hey. That's crazy. That's a throwback right oh, there. Yeah. That's aging. I think us I still a have bit. my MySpace page. I need to go. I need to go update it. Somewhere out there on married. the interwebs. <laughs> <laughs> but time and words in in a dating aspect was very important because again, you spent a lot of time together. You spend a lot of words together. Mm -hmm. You know, you talk about what you're looking for, right, in a relationship. You know, you start talking about the favorite things, your favorite things, like colors or like restaurant or movie Mm -hmm. or music. But then the the conversations progress to more. They progress, yeah. uh, To more what we would call intimate conversations. Talk about family, childhood, upbringing. childhood, upbringing. Yeah. You know, even to the point of like, yeah, I remember even just in our dating relationship, even as we started getting closer to talking about 
you know mm. what would it be for us to be married yeah marriage to be engaged our future what our that would future look like. yeah spending our time together yeah. what would our kids look like you what wanted would, four kids yes and, i did and look what look what and we, we got. got all four <laughs> but you know you in dating you you, you 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 share those those words together and even the time like i remember you know most of the time we would spend every every uh, free moment i had you know, yeah. aside from my job, we would spend together, except for maybe a diff, you know, a night or two where we had different obligations right. going on. But you always want to be around each other, yes. you know. And I will tell you, th- this is so funny because this is doesn't work. This just doesn't work in a dating relationship. But think about in your relationship with Jesus. Mm-hmm. How do we create intimacy with the Father? Time and words, right? It's His Word, the Bible. We read it. Those are his words to us, his love right. to us, spending time in yeah, that, that time. in his presence. Time you know? in his word. We say that yeah, all the time. <laughs> that, yeah. Doesn't that make sense? <laughs> spending time and in so, his word. Time and words. And mm-hmm. think about even Christ's disciples yeah. when they were walking with Jesus. What did they yeah. do? There was moments where they didn't even share words. They were just with each other. Yep. I mean, think about it when they would Just when they time. would follow Jesus and he was healing the mm-hmm. sick and and he was working through the crowds and mm-hmm. and uh, loving on the people, right. even like in the boat, you mm-hmm. know, Jesus was asleep and the storm was raging, mm-hmm. but they saw his reaction or, you know, his uh, his response mm-hmm. yeah. to to the storm. Right. And even just in those moments, they shared a few words. But when after he did that and he went back to sleep, they realized who is this guy right. that even the wind and the waves listen to him? Mm-hmm. Just that one moment of time, what that did for that intimacy right. in their relationship yeah. with Jesus. That's good, baby. So time and words is very key to creating intimacy. So what that what does that look like for you and your spouse? Right. Date night. Yeah. Spending time together. Sharing those words, uh, random text messages throughout the day. Yes, I was hey baby, say check-ins, check-ins during you. the day. Yeah. yeah, how are you doing? How's your day? Right? Yeah. Uh, even just a phone call. Hey, baby, I'm on my lunch break. Just want to mm-hmm. see how you're doing. Keeping that continuous yeah. line of communication open. That's right. Can do just it works. Yeah. Wonders like wow, I feel connected to my spouse, I, even though I haven't maybe had a full conversation with them. Maybe if I haven't sat across from a table from them and you know shared all these really deep things, I've. I mean, I've said, you know, I've talked to them four different times today, yeah. you know. And maybe even reviving some of those old things <clears throat> like writing each other letters or notes or. Oh, you no, know, cards, those sweet. kinds of things. Yeah, you know, I, 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 you know, it, it, any of those things, bringing those back up just yeah. makes it just again, it cultivates those same emotions. Yeah. So time and words is very something, important. and something we did that really helped us out. And I know we were it was like in a really like busy season, like kids and school and job and all of that, all of that stuff. I remember you and I had made it a point that every day. Every single day, whether it was it was a 10-minute, 15-minute, I think it was like we had 30 minutes right. all to ourselves. It was after we put kids to bed. Right. There were no interruptions. Right. It came before everything else. Right. But we would sit down mm-hmm. and we would just... Hey, gotcha. let's just, let's, you know, yeah. how, how'd your day go? Yeah. What, what do you how feel you about doing? this? What's, what's, what what's about new? this? Like, yeah. even if it was just a, you know, like, just kicking it back and like... Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, but what's up? Like, mm-hmm. how's, you know, I mean, I would think we would even talk about things like, I don't know, Xbox and how like sure. your, you know, how your stats doing right. or how your friends <laughs> doing, whatever, like, right. you know, and vice versa. You would ask yeah. me about 
you know, maybe people, you know, in my circle, but. Or I would, I would ask you about how Friends, the TV show. Yeah, I friends, remember. Baby, you how did. are you friends? You did. You did. <laughs> you tell like, me about episodes you know, Rachel and, and Ross. Like that. Yeah. Rachel and Ross are going through a really hard time right now. Oh, that's so funny. But, <laughs> but that was really key for us of just really prioritizing that time. And it doesn't have to be a whole bunch of time. Right. It It's, it's just, you know prioritizing that's right that communication yep. that time and words with each other was that's just good. really huge that's good so the second one here is uh and we're, we're going to use this phrase this is a, a good friend of ours uses this and she actually i heard it first from her mm-hmm. but uh unbeknownst to me it's uh, <laughs> actually a fairly uh a famous phrase by a famous uh, pop star but uh, uh anyway number two here is that in intimacy is into me you see into yep. me you see mm-hmm. so in that phrase what that means is learning to open up to your spouse yeah and like we talked about in that second myth earlier right, right. Uh, letting your spouse see every side of you the yeah. good and, and the, the bad yeah not so good and just like we talked about it's vulnerability mm-hmm. and this is this is very difficult especially at first because you're growing in your trust and your relationship with each other um, yeah. And I know it's difficult for us guys, like, you know, fellas, I know this is can be very hard for us sometimes because we want we don't want our wives to worry about anything. <laughs> Definitely not worry about us. Yeah. Uh, we don't want to show weakness because we're the ones that are supposed to be the strong men. Mm. We're supposed to show the uh, the strength that we have. But I would tell you there is even greater strength yes. and vulnerability. Absolutely. Because when you can let your wife in. Mm-hmm. To what is really going on inside of your head and your heart when you can let them into your head and heart space yeah there's a different understanding that they gain for you yes there's a, a different percent there's, mm-hmm. there's just somebody there's a there's a guy right now <laughs> listening to this podcast bro i'm telling you right now you need to be open with your spouse talk to her you mm-hmm. need to let her into your head and your heart space because she's going to gain an understanding and ultimately a greater yeah. respect for yeah, you absolutely. as a man. Mm-hmm. Because as much as you want to just be strong and strong and strong, when you're open and vulnerable with your spouse, yeah, they, I'm just telling you, they are your strength in your weakness at yes. times. You know, mm-hmm. you, you, your, your, your wife wants to help you. Mm-hmm. And wants to help carry you through some things. Mm-hmm. And it is okay for yeah. her to do that. Let her do it. Absolutely. She is there for that. And she can. She yes. is a woman of valor. Yes. A woman of God. And she is stronger than you would think that she is. Yep. And she can do it. And so, uh, again, of course, now, you know, you've got to, you know, use reason, right? I mean, you don't want to <laughs> dump things on your wife when she's already had a terrible day or things like that. But make it a point. Be intentional about it. Yeah. Say, hey, you know what? Maybe I'd love for us to go to dinner because I need to talk to you about something. Yeah, I just want to share something. I need to share something. Yeah. I need to get something off my chest. Yeah. Or I need, you know, I need to let you in on what I'm struggling with yeah. right now. And I promise you, she will see in a different way. Oh, in yeah. fact, that's going to drive your intimacy way Hello. up. And you're going to have an awesome. Ba- ba- chicka, wow, wow. Yeah, you're going to have an awesome <laughs> end to that date night. Okay. And if you're not careful, you're going to be adding to the family tree. Okay. <laughs> so vulnerability is very important. But not only vulnerability, letting your spouse in, but being the uh, the spouse on the other end is learning to take on the empathy. Yeah. Empathy 
is the other side of that coin. Yes. Is learning to step into your spouse's vulnerable spaces. Yes. And walking in their shoes for a moment. Because that in and of itself will help you gain that understanding. Just like I was talking about a second ago, men with your wives, letting your wives in. That's where they're, that's how they'll gain that greater respect. Yes. And that greater, uh, yeah, greater respect, greater uh, admiration Mm -hmm. of you. Yeah. It's that empathy. Women are really good at empathy for the most part. (laughs) And men, that's something that, I'm not going to say all men are terrible at it, but, Mm -hmm. you know, there's definitely something that I think all of us as men and women can work on. Yeah. Is putting ourselves in each other's head and heart space, seeing where, what we're going through, where we are on certain things. Yeah. And uh, just cre- uh, creating that uh, that that moment of this is me. Yeah, I'm really scared because I don't know if you're gonna like what you see, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna trust God number one yeah. that He's got me, and number two, I'm gonna believe mm-hmm. for the best of this. Yeah, and ladies, I think that is like our dream come true for our husbands to open up about something that they might be struggling with or whatever. You know, I mean, just. We as women, you know, we talked about this, you know, in our in our past uh, podcast, but it was, you know, we want guys to just, we don't want, you know, we want y'all to listen. Like, we don't want you to fix it. We don't want right. you to come in here and tell me what I should or should right. not be doing. Like, I just want you to listen to me. I just want you to be with me. I want you to, you know, we talked about the, you know, do you need my presence? Do you need my, you know, what was it? Do you need my, mm-hmm. um, you need my advice? Do you need my presence? Anyway, I don't remember which one, right. their exact coined phrase that we did but it was do you want me to fix it or do you want me just to be with you Mm -hmm. and it is something i think so cool that we get to now partake in for our husbands when our husbands say hey like i just want to talk to you about this i just want to you know let you know where i'm at with whatever you know whatever like i just want to let you know like i'm dealing with something at work and it's really like hard for me and i just want to like tell you about it because i want to let you in like what a dream come true. Like we see the clouds open up and hear the mm-hmm. hallelujah chorus of like our husbands are talking to us. We get to just come in and we don't have to say like, oh, well, you should do this and you should do that because we don't want that. We just want someone to listen to us. And us as women now, ladies, we get to like, wow, babe, I'm so sorry that you're going through that. Like, you know, I'm, I'm right. here for you if you need me. Like, I just think that that is just such a cool picture in how we can, you know, be there for each other and we can serve each other like husbands we want that from you wives we want to be able to give that like that what a what a cool picture of you know that servant you know this servant uh servant heart you know of Mm -hmm. of coming from both sides i just think that that is the coolest thing yeah that's awesome so into me you see that's very important and then number three is serving and pursuing Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you, guys, there's nothing that will create intimacy faster and and, and in a a more rich way than serving and pursuing your spouse. Yeah. So what does that mean? That's, well, really, that's a lot of serving in the physical areas, you know, like uh, offering to clean the house or offering to uh, do a load of laundry or offering to uh, set the table or clean the table after dinner. Uh, serving one another there's nothing like serving your spouse being a help to them that creates Mm -hmm. an intimacy and a and a uh, I guess just a renewed uh, 
uh, I don't know how would you say it? appreciation, yeah, for yeah. for for your spouse, and and even on the pursuing end, you know, you cannot stop pursuing them. You cannot right. stop pursuing your spouse. You know, husbands, you cannot stop pursuing your wives. Right. Uh, you have to pursue her, conquer her heart every day. You know, mm-hmm. go after, um, remind her of why she said yes to you, <laughs> and it wasn't just because the money in your pocketbook or the lack thereof. You know, but. You well, know, I married. I mean, that's why I married said, you. Married yeah, you because you were so she rich. She said yes because <laughs> you're an awesome man, yeah. great man of God. And mm-hmm. women, it's the same thing. Right. You know, remind your husband every day mm-hmm. why he picked you mm-hmm. out of you know, out of <laughs> any of the fish in the sea. I guess if you want to say it that way. Right. But you were special to him for a reason. Yeah. Because of the way you love him, mm-hmm. the way you care for him, right. the way you serve him. Mm-hmm. And serving and pursuing each other will will create authentic, intimate moments yes. and emotions between the two of you. It, it has a way of rekindling the fire yeah. of, of, of uh, passion between you two as a married couple. Yeah, and there's nothing like, you know, that like you know, like you were talking about, like serving. So there's nothing like, you know, you guys are tackling, if it is house chores, let's just, you know, that really, we use that so much. And I realize we use that, you and I use that so much because that is just our lives right now with me being at home with the kids. There's four of them. There's so many of them. There's a lot of housework to be done. And so- Well, it's practical too, (laughs) because I know there's a lot of you out there (laughs) that probably fight about those same things too. (laughs) But we use those examples a lot because it is very personal to us. It's, It's really one of our deals. But I mean, there's nothing like- okay, babe, like we're going to tackle this together. And, you know, you, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to vacuum or I'm going to, you know, I'm going to bring the, you know, all the, the cups, all the kids, you know, sippy cups or whatever to you. And, you know, as you guys are doing that, there's almost like, there's nothing like being in the kitchen and we're like washing dishes together or whatever, clean the kitchen. And then there's like a, you know, flirtatious little, you know, pat on the bottom or whatever. Like there's just this like sense of like, the serving, being playful, pursuing one another. I think there's just this, um, you know, that pursuit is, is ongoing. Like it's, we can be flirtatious. We can, you know, be, um, like go, you know, throw back, like go back to whenever we were dating. What did this Mm -hmm. feel like? And I think that is, um, that can be something that's really, um, just really special in those moments, especially the longer and longer you've been married. Absolutely. So these three things, time and words, right? Uh, intimacy, vulnerability, em- empathy, right? And serving and pursuing each other. All of this leads to increased physical intimacy within the bedroom. Yep. Intimacy is not just the physical act of sex. We're going to say that again. Intimacy is not just the physical act of sex. When you know and you trust your spouse, you're not just two people mm-hmm. having sex. You're actually... Two lovers making love. Yeah. And that's what it's about. And all of that is cultivated, right? Again, mm-hmm. when you can foster the intimacy emotionally, yeah. mentally, of the bedroom. and spiritually, those three things mm-hmm. drive the physical, yep. uh, experiential yes. aspects of intimacy that we all long to have in our marriage. Right. And you can have those. Yes. But again, it takes intentionality and effort on your part to do it with your spouse yeah and so 
Guys, it's been awesome being able to talk about marriage with all of you, and it's wonderful. We, you know, uh, again, if you haven't listened to the last two, go back and listen to them. And if these have really blessed you, and you know there's a couple out there that needs to hear about this stuff, share it with them. Uh, we love for them to hear it. We, we love helping married couples be married well. Yes. Because marriage can sometimes feel like it's uh, this weird, uh, doesn't come with a handbook right. type experience in life when there really is a lot of practical information. Yes. And even biblically, there is a lot of instruction yeah. that we can glean from the word and glean Absolutely. from others that help us to be married well. Yeah. And so uh, I'd like to wrap up this time, say a word of prayer, and then we'll end it off. So, Father, thank you for this series. Thank you for intimacy. Thank you, Jesus, for being the ultimate example of intimacy to us. Lord, I pray that every couple that is hearing this today, that you would give them new ideas. Holy Spirit, give them fresh ideas and uh, fresh ways to rekindle the flames of love and passion within their marriage. Help us to be intimate with our spouses, yes. to be open and to be willing to share even the most vulnerable uh, things that might not look so good. Father, thank you because you create us in your image. And in your image, Father, we are perfect. And so, Lord, thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for how you work through marriage and you teach us wonderful things through it. And, Father, we love you for who you are. Continue to lead us down this way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. And we will catch you next week. All right. Bye. All right. Bye-bye.